According to the European Journal of Aging, an article which was written in 2010, it prescribes to us that the true definition of inheritance is a process that involves the passing on of material property from one generation to another. And this is a process that usually is completed after the death of an older generation. But the question then comes, is inheritance only limited to acquiring of material possessions or you can also inherit spiritual possessions? In this episode, our main topic of discussion says the best inheritance to leave behind for your kids. Now for you to find out is it material or perhaps it's even spiritual possessions. Stick around to find out. Greetings and welcome back to the channel guys. Welcome back. Now as we've already said our topic for today says that the best inheritance to leave behind for your kids and that is what we are going to be talking about today now before we came to this topic or before i came to this topic or to the conclusion of this topic there were other topics that i had in mind right and i was thinking to myself what is it that i should make the topic of this discussion of ours today and the first one was what is in your cv Right, that was the first topic that I thought about. But then I thought again, oh wow, it's not really going to make sense, right? Just imagine someone just says, what is in your CV? You see, you're not going to be able to relate to that. And then the second one was that, do not sell products that you are not qualified to sell. And that was the second topic as well. And I thought to myself, okay, but someone would think, what products? Who sells products that they are not qualified to sell? So then I decided to leave that one behind because I was like, it doesn't make sense right so then moving on to the other one the third topic that i had in mind was that do not sell products that you don't have product knowledge of and i also thought to myself i'm like it really doesn't make sense if i'm to put it that way then in the end we then came to our topic which says that the best inheritance to leave behind for your kids now guys i want you to keep in mind these three topics that i just said to you right but they are going to come into relevance as we go on with our episode for today so for today guys we are going to be reading from first chronicles chapter 22 verse 5 12 and 13 right that is where we're going to get our main context from so verse 5 reads as follows and david said solomon my son is young and tender and the house that is to be builded for the Lord must be exceeding magnificent, of fame and of glory throughout all the countries. I will therefore now make preparation for it. So David prepared abundantly before his death. Now, as we just read, guys, the Bible then tells us that David decided that the house of the Lord that needed to be built is of exceeding magnificent, right? And he says that, and David prepared before his death. Remember, guys, just keep in mind our topic for today. It says that the best inheritance to leave behind for your kids. But before we get into our topic for today, guys, if you have not watched the previous episode where we talked about how to deal with betrayal, and we said the best way to deal with betrayal is to remain silent. Guys, if you have not watched it, here is a preview of that episode. How many of you have done something for someone only for it to be taken as we be careful of the people that you have in yourself? It's power in silence, guys. When people do you wrong, don't be quick 
to post. Don't be quick to tell the world how badly they've done unto you, but rather remain silent. So if you have not watched that episode, make sure you go and watch it, guys, as I've left the link to that episode in that preview. Now, guys, for today, as we just read in verse 5, now, I want you to come with me, right? Let us move together. As we read in verse 5, guys, David then says, okay, now that my death is coming, right? Let's move together. Now, as my death is coming, let me prepare. But what was he preparing with? As we read further in the chapter, it tells us about how he was preparing with gold, silver. So these were the material possessions that David was acquiring for the building of the house of the Lord. And he says, my son is coming. So therefore, I don't want him to start from scratch. So rather, let me gather up this material stuff so that when he comes into the picture, he will not struggle much to find this material thing. So this then shows us, guys, that according to the European Journal of Aging, it is correct to leave behind material possessions because this is what we see David doing here. And he says, no, I'm not just going to leave myself. I'm not just going to leave and my children or my son is not going to have anything that he can hold on to. Right. Because the European Journal of Aging, it says that this is the person on of material property from one generation to another. And now David comes to the point and says, I'm not just going to go and not leave anything for my son. So now point number one, now we see that according to the European Journal of Aging, it is correct to leave behind material possessions for your kids, right? So then remember our other question was, so then is it only enough? Is it enough to just leave the material possessions or perhaps also we can leave behind the spiritual possessions. Now, if we take our Bibles to Proverbs chapter 13, verse 22, Proverbs chapter 13, verse 22 then says that a good man leaves behind a good inheritance for his children. This is what Proverbs chapter 13, verse 22 says. So guys, as we just come to this point, now we see, now we've established, right? Even the Bible concurs with that, right? And the Bible tells us as well, and it confirms that you know what? It is good to leave behind material possessions for your kids but remember as well there is another aspect to it for we said what if i want to leave spiritual positions as well now if you are watching this message on youtube and not listening to it via the podcast just keep in mind that you are now available on anchor spotify apple podcast google podcast overcast as well as on amazon music and you can be sure to follow us on any of those six different platforms now, let us read what verse 12 and verse 13 says of the book of 1 Chronicles chapter 22, verse 12 and 13. And it reads as follows. Only the Lord give thee wisdom and understanding, and give thee charge concerning Israel, that thou mayest keep the law of the Lord thy God. Then thou shalt prosper, and if thou takest heed to fulfill the statutes and judgments which the Lord charged Moses with, concerning Israel. Be strong and of a good courage. Dread not, nor be dismayed. Now as we read this guys, now we realize that okay, now there was a shift from what we read in verse 5, right? Now we realize that there's actually a shift. For in verse 5, it was talking about materials, right? And he was talking about acquiring the materials before his death. But now when we come to verse 12, and verse 13, David then changes the script, right? And he says, no, I'm bringing the law that if you follow the law of God, if you also follow the statutes and the judgments of the Lord your God, which he commanded Moses concerning Israel. Now we see that David is now bringing a spiritual aspect to it, right? David does not only leave 
the possessions or the material stuff behind. David does not only do that to Solomon, but rather David also leaves behind his God. Guys. And he says, I cannot just leave you with the material possessions and I leave you without God. For materials without God is futile, guys. This is why the Bible clearly tells us that what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul, right? What does it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? This is what the Bible says. So David then says, no, I cannot just give you the possessions, the material stuff, things of the world, and I don't give you my God as well. Because this same God is the one that made it possible for me to acquire the material things in the first place. So for me to give you this stuff without the one that made it possible for me to get the material possessions, it doesn't make sense. So David then says, no, I'm just going to give you the material stuff, but as well, I'm bringing the spiritual aspect to it. I'm also going to give you my God, which made it possible for me to be able to acquire this material stuff. Now, guys, just keep moving with me because now as you are going further, now we are going to get to the gist of our message, right? And try to understand. Now, how do we then merge the material and the spiritual all together? Now, when we come to this point, guys, we now realize that David actually brings the material possessions before he actually brings to sell the actual product, which was itself, which was God, right? So now those that have gone to sales training or those that have done sales training, right? Now, let me just give an example of sales training. When you go for sales training, right? They tell you about the benefits of the product, right? And they tell you, don't sell the actual product, but sell the benefits that the product provides. Now, let me just give a brief example. You see, when you go to a car dealership and you want to purchase a car, the salesperson is not going to sell you the car, but he is going to sell you the benefits that the car provides. This is why when you go to the dealership, guys, they start telling you, you know, this car has a reverse sensor. This car has, you know, aircon. This car has all this kind of information system. It has ambient lighting. It has all this thing, reverse assist, driving assist. It has all cruise control. They start telling you all these benefits that the product provides, but they're not actually selling you the product. And this is the same thing that David does here. He brings the, the benefits of having God, guys, he says, these are the benefits by bringing the materials. And then he says, but this is the actual product in the end. That is why in the end, you're not going to be only buying the benefits when you go to the car dealership. No, you're not just going to buy the benefits, but you're also going to buy the product as a whole because you've been sold into the benefits. And you know, there's another person as well that likes using this trick. You see, when the devil comes to you, he starts to promise you all these nice things and he starts telling you, live your life the way you want to. Live your life anyhow. Live your life, your health. Do whatever it is that you want with your life, right? And you look at these benefits and you think to yourself, wow, this is actually good, right? I can live anyhow. I cannot even take care of my health. I can do whatever it is that I want. But then when the actual product comes and now you are sick, now you, oh, you have depression, now you have all this kind of things which was the actual product which was at sale right but when he comes to you he starts to tell you no you can go out 
have fun, have a nice time, have good times. It doesn't matter where you are. You know, you must enjoy your life and all of that. But it doesn't tell you the actual product that is a sale, which is an unhealthy life, a life that is full of depression, anxiety, and all of these things, right? But when you come to God, guys, God says, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light, right? When you come to God, he tells you the benefits. He says that you will be a head and not a tail. You shall be above and not beneath. This is when God brings his products to you, right? So guys, this was the same thing. That was just a passerby, right? That was just a passerby. Go into our point that we are going to conclude with, right? So just keep those things in mind, guys. As you go on with your, with your life, just remember as well when you go to someone to tell them about Christ, remember, bring the benefits and then bring the product in the end. And for the last point, it is important for you not only to leave behind your material possessions. I don't know what it is that you have acquired in your life. Therefore, it is important for you not to only leave that behind, but leave behind as well your methods. How did you acquire what it is that you had to your kids? That tell them, I had what I have because of God, right? Do not just leave them behind with houses, with money, with all of these things. What are they going to do with those things if they don't have a God who's going to be able to tell them that, okay, this is how you manage the finances. This is how you manage the property, right? If they don't have God, those things are going to be wasted and they're going to be gone and they're going to be destroyed. But if you leave behind your materials and the spiritual aspect of it as well, and you tell them, I've been able to acquire this because of this, right? I think that will help you and your kids on the long run. Now, if you're new to the channel or perhaps a returning viewer, make sure that you subscribe and hit that notification bell so that you do not miss when a new video pops up. In conclusion, guys, don't bring the material positions without bringing the spiritual aspect of it as well, of how you are able to attain those material possessions. Proverbs chapter 20 verse 21 then tells us that, you know that an inheritance that is acquired hastily so, in the end it shall be a curse, right? So if you just bring the material possessions and you don't bring the God part to it, right? In the end, it will result in it being a curse because they will use it in an unwise manner. They will use it in a way that is, you know, that doesn't make sense because they is no God to direct them in the way that they should acquire or rather how they should be able to use the material possessions that you would have left behind. Another point as well, don't just bring the spiritual part of it as well without bringing the material part of it. What am I trying to say? Don't just bring the God part of it without showing what he has done for you. What has God done for you in your life that you'll be able to tell your kids, you know what my kids, this is what God has done for me, right? So that's why I am bringing this point because I have not been able to get here if it was not because of him, right? And you bring that to their knowledge and you bring that to their enlightenment, right? And they are able to consume that and be able to realize that, okay, if you also want to go wherever we want to go in life, this is the formula that we should be using as well. But if you have nothing to show, what are you really selling to your kids? Selling things that you yourself might not even believe in, right? Selling things that you yourself, you think to yourself, I don't have an experience. So what are you really selling? Remember we gave the example of the salespeople. The salespeople first get product knowledge, then they're able to sell the product to you, right? So also you as well, have a relationship with God. Have a relationship with God so that when you then transpire, when you then transcribe that message to other people, they're able to understand 
it and you're able to show them that guys listen no this is where i was this is where i am i have not been able to get here because god was was with me right if it was not because of god i would not have been able to get to where i am and that way it will be easier for you to sell that message to your kids. One might then say, but I have nothing to show for my kids. I have nothing that I have acquired in my life. How am I going to show them? How am I even going to tell them that this is the true God to worship? Now, I want to bring to your attention that David had not acquired anything, right? David had not acquired anything. As a matter of fact, David used to herd sheep, right? He was a person who would herd sheep and all of that. He had nothing but the moment God came into his life. So I want to tell you today, the moment you have a relationship with God, right? Everything is going to change. You'll be able to acquire anything that it is that you want in your life today, right? I want to tell you that point. You will be able to acquire anything that you want. For God says, ask me whatever it is that you want. Is anything too big for God? Is anything too mighty for God, guys? So ask him for the things that you want. Do not go there and try and lie to God and say, you know what, I only want to have spiritual things. When you know that you yourself, you want material things as well. No, guys, for God sees your thoughts. He sees your things that you are thinking in your mind. So rather, go there with an honest thought and tell him what it is that you want. And David was not able to get these material things when he was alone. But when God was with him, he was then able to get these material possessions that he then ended up getting. Now, a message to the youth. Make your ways and make your paths straight with the Lord. So that one day, when your kids ask you, why should we worship this God? Right? Why am I supposed to worship this God that you are bringing up to me? Right? Why should I do that? And the kids will ask you, why should I do that? Right? Now you will also have an answer. You will not only just say, oh, because he made the heavens and the earth, the seas, the fountains, and all of that. No, guys, you will not only be able to say that, but you will have a personal experience with God. And you will be able to tell your own kids that, you know what, this is what God has done for me in my life. God brought me from this point to this point. But not only did he make the heavens and the earth, he also made a new heaven and earth for me in my life. And that, guys, your kids will be able to take that and they will be able to move with that because they are getting an experience, right? And they're not just reading it and saying, God made the heavens and the earth. And they'll think that the power of God is only limited to the people that were in the Bible and you won't have an experience to tell them. Now, as our closing remark, I just want to tell you that the best ever inheritance you can leave for your children is your faith in God, right? That is the best inheritance that you can leave behind for your kids. For even the Bible says, for the world and all that is in thee will wash away and it will perish, right? So the best thing that you can do is to leave your kids with God, guys. For even if they don't have anything, they will be able to acquire anything that it is that they want. For God says, anything, with all things are possible with God. Jesus looking at them and says, with men, this is impossible. But with God, all things.